worry about anything but in everything but prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Psalm, Psalm 27, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Verses 1 through 14, all of Psalm 27. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of the grace that rests upon your word. Thank you for the truth that your word is the sword of the Spirit. Father, thank you for the privilege we have of being able to come to you in prayer each and every day, knowing that you always, always, always have a listening ear for the prayers of your children. Thank you for the broadcast today, Lord. Father, reach through the broadcast to accomplish and do a mighty work in the heart of every listener and anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. And fathers, we look forward to the National Day of Prayer. Help us to be diligent prayer warriors who are faithful to pray much on that day, but who are faithful to pray as a lifestyle, seeking you, your wisdom, your grace, your guidance, and your help in all circumstances. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Robertson. Rick is going to share a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're so thankful for the hope that we have in you, hope as individuals, hope as a nation. God, that uh, you would stoop down and listen to us. What an amazing thought. And we come clothed in the righteousness of your precious Son, Jesus Christ, who is willing to die on the cross for people like us. Thank you. Father, you are so kind to us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Thanks, Rick. And thank again for being a part of our listening family. We are blessed and honored to have with us once again Amy Rylander, and she 
is playing a very important role as we look forward to the National Day of Prayer just a couple of days away. And I'm going to let her further introduce herself. And we're going to talk today about the National Day of Prayer. Amy, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me again. Well, thank you for coming back. And, uh, of course, we shared some about the last time you were with us uh, at that time about the National Day of Prayer. But if as we start, Amy, would you take a moment to further introduce yourself and then tell our listeners what in the world the National Day of Prayer is and what the events will be that will be uh, happening in Jackson on this coming Thursday. Sure. My name is Amy Rylander. My husband, Donald, and I lead a ministry here in Jackson called We Are One Activation Center. We pastor this congregation. Also, I'm a prophetic artist, so I I paint at a lot of events. In fact, I will be painting at this event coming up on Thursday. What the National Day of Prayer is, is every year we have, this is actually going to be the 71st National Day of Prayer. So every first Thursday of May, we have what we call the National Day of Prayer, where people across the nation can gather in their communities, in either their local church or, or public locations, or even in their homes, and gather and pray for not only your, your families, but your cities, your communities, your state, and your nation. And so this coming Thursday, we will be hosting our Jackson Capitol event at the Mississippi Coliseum. It will be Thursday, May 5th, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Governor Reeves and Lady Ellie will be accompanying him as he reads the Mississippi National Day of Prayer Proclamation. And then we'll have several other people share and pray over different areas of influence, such as the family mountain, government, business, and our economy. We'll pray over churches and ministries, the unsaved, the youth awakening. We'll pray over education. We'll pray over media, entertainment, military, law enforcement, uh, firefighters, first responders, and and so much more. And uh, we will also have a prayer tent on site if anyone needs personal prayer. And we just want to encourage people to come. Even if you're just coming on your lunch break, you can feel free to come and go. You don't necessarily have to stay for the whole program. Okay. And, of course, I'm looking forward to being a part of that event as well. And we, as Amy mentioned, it would be great to have you to come out, even if it's just a few minutes, to join in the prayer. But if for whatever reason you're not able to come, if you can pray from where you are, that would be appreciated as well. And uh, Amy, share the address again. It's going to be at the Mississippi Coliseum. And actually, I don't even have that in front of me at this moment. I can pull that up for you. Uh, but if you put it in your maps, you'll be able to find it. It's, I will pull it up and get that for you in a minute. Okay. Uh, but again, if someone listening was to say, uh, Amy, why is it important for me to come to where you you all are? Uh, I live in Jackson. I live in Jackson area, but I can just pray from where I am. Uh, why would you encourage them to come out if they're able to come? Well, but it would be wonderful then to come out because it's so good for the body to gather together. Uh, what I love about National Day of Prayer is no matter what uh, church you go to, whatever denomination you're a part of, you can gather together with other believers in your area and pray together. And it's so powerful. It's such a um, time of encouragement. And uh, it's also a time to just seek the Lord as to get together. You know, mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 10 
says in uh, verse 22 through 25 that uh, we need to hold firmly the confession of our faith, of our hope, without wavering. For he who promises faithful, let us consider how to encourage one another in love and good deeds and not abandoning our own meeting together, Mm -hmm. as is the habit of some. So it is so important to gather, uh, to pray together. We should be praying on a daily basis. Uh, by ourselves, but it's so good to be able to gather and pray with others. That is so true. And of course, the unity of God's people is much more important than I think that any of us fully, fully grasp. And so uh, I'm going to take a moment now specifically to pray, um, I mean, to read uh, a passage from the book of Ephesians chapter 6 that helps us better understand the importance of us preparing ourselves to be spiritual warriors as well as being people of prayer. This is Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Father, thank you, Lord, for the fact that you've called us, every one of us as believers, to be warriors in your kingdom. There's so much work to be done, and yet, whether we like it or not, we're dealing with serious spiritual warfare absolutely every day of our lives. Father, anoint us today with a fresh anointing of of understanding and boldness to be committed warriors who stand on your word, who fill up on your word, and walk in the power and the wisdom the grace of your word. Believers who move in the power of your Holy Spirit and the authority of your spirit, help us more and more to better understand who we are and what our weaponry, our weapons are that are available to us to use to go forward as conquerors and as more than conquerors than him that loved us. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amy, I want to ask if you would take a moment specifically to pray for believers to have ears to hear all the Lord would have them to hear and receive on the broadcast today. Lord Jesus, we come to you right now, and Father, we ask that you open every ear, every heart, Lord, that your people would have eyes to see what your Spirit is saying. Lord, we thank you for for um, preparing our hearts to receive all you have for us today, Lord. And so we thank you for opening eyes and ears to receive your truth today, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 And share one more time, if you would, the details of the event. So persons that are wanting to attend, again, the time frame and other details as well, please. Yes. Yes. This year, our event will be this Thursday. It's May 5th at the Mississippi Coliseum. 
The address is 1207 Mississippi Street. That's in Jackson, Mississippi. And if you need, maybe you're not in the local area and you can't come, you can actually go to the nationaldayofprayer.org website to find out where other locations are that might be in your area and your community. Or if you're hosting an event of, of prayer, we would love for you to get on the website and register your event so that others can also gather with you. And this year, our focus, every year we have a theme, and this year our theme is um, found in Colossians 2, 6 through 7. The theme is called Exalt the Lord Who Has Established Us. And Colossians 2, 6 through 7 says, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, you said that was Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. Is that correct? That is, that is correct. That is correct. All right. And again, the time of the event is 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, again, there may be some persons who, again, will be able to come, and we certainly look forward to your coming and being with us there this Thursday. But if you're not able to come, please pray much, both for the event, but just spend extra time in prayer as well. And, and let me say to all of our listeners, uh, one of the prayer tools that we do provide to uh, persons that email us is we call it Kingdom Prayers, and it has 10 Bible-based prayers that we encourage believers to pray on a daily basis. If you'd like to get a copy of that, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net, and we'd be glad to email you a copy of the uh, the Kingdom Prayers prayer tool, as well as if you want to get a copy of Psalm 91, we encourage you to get that as well. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Amy Rylander, and we're talking about the National Day of Prayer. We'll be right back. Come 
music of Fred Hammond, If My People. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Amy Rylander. She's the Mississippi State Capital Coordinator for the National Day of Prayer and will help be helping to spearhead some of the events that will be happening this Thursday on the National Day of Prayer in the city of Jackson. Amy, share one more time for listeners that might want to attend uh, where and some of the details there, please. Sure. This event is this Thursday, the Mississippi National Day of Prayer. It's May 5th at 1 a, I mean, sorry, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Mississippi Coliseum. That's located at 1207 Mississippi Street in Jackson, Mississippi. All right. And again, we're encouraging every listener, please try to come out if you possibly can to be with us this Thursday in Jackson. But if you cannot come, if you're in a community where they are having activities, if you can go and attend locally just to be with other believers who are gathering to pray, we hope that you'll do that. And uh, and, and if for whatever reason you're not able to even do that, pray from wherever you might be. Make extra time to pray for our nation. Pray for our government. Pray for our communities. Pray for local leaders as well, and pray for the church as well. The need is so, so great. Amy, now, if someone was to ask you the question, well, why is prayer so important? What's the big deal about behind prayer? How would you respond to that question? Well, prayer simply is, you know, communicating with God and speaking to God and talking to God. And many times people, you know, when they're in uh, terrible situations or difficult things, you know, they cry out to God. Even people that don't know the Lord uh, might, you know, oh, you know, cry out for God for help. But God wants to be a part of our life every day, all day. In fact, the scriptures say we should pray without ceasing. And so that just means being in constant fellowship with the Lord and talking to Him all day. But but having a time of designated prayer is so important where we can really make our petitions and requests to God but also uh, repent from our sins and, and ask the Lord to, to heal us and heal our land. Second um, Chronicles 7.14 says, And my people who are called by my name themselves, and if they would pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and heal their land. And mm-hmm. so it's so important for us to take time to pray and seek the face of God and uh, repent from our sin and turn to the Lord, because that's the only way we're going to have healing in our own lives, but also in our in our nation and cities as well. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I think of this, too, Amy, in, in line with what you just shared, too, is that in the Word of God, prayer is a critical is is the critical part of every follower of Christ, Old and New Testament. God calls all of us to be people of prayer. And that is, of course, as you just mentioned, prayer is it's talking to God, it's listening to God. And, and of course, the reality is the definition of prayer actually can grow for us as believers as we grow in maturity. Because again, prayer is certainly talking to God, it's listening to God. But It's so much more than that. And, you know, God's Word even tells us to pray without ceasing in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And in Matthew 7, starting in verse 7, God says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. 
And so the Lord Jesus Christ gives us very clear instructions and commandments. He tells us to ask, seek, and knock. And, of course, that exact, that's exactly what we're doing when we pray. We're asking God for his help. We're seeking God. We're knocking upon the door of God's heart to, for his help in a time of need. Uh, would you now at this time, Amy, would you pray for the church just as a whole to grow greatly, both the leadership and the church as a whole to understand that prayer is one of the great priorities that God calls us all to as we walk with him? Would you pray for God to help us to grow, to better understand that and to live it out as well? Yes, Lord, we we come to you, Father, and we lift up your church, your bride, and the ministries and churches throughout this nation, Lord God. And we ask that you would move on the hearts of your leaders to seek your face more, to pray more, to allow your Holy Spirit to rule and reign their their lives, Father, that, that they would see the importance of prayer, Lord. We need a revival of prayer in the church. We need people to see how important it is and to take time to to seek your face rather than just to seek uh, plans, their plans and their, their agendas, Lord, but to take time to seek you and have you be Lord once again in your church and in our lives. And so, Father, we thank you for moving on the hearts of your people to pray more, to seek your face, to ask and knock. Because, Lord, we know that you do want to open things to us. You want to open up your truth, your word, and make it real in our lives. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, Father, I, too, once again, thank you for the privilege, the gift, and the opportunity to come to you in prayer each and every day. And, Father, Lord, uh, you did command us in your word to pray without ceasing. And, Lord, a part of our petition today is that we ask you, Lord, teach us how to pray. Anoint us, impart to us afresh the spirit of prayer that we would be the praying people you'd have us to do, to have us to be, and help us to recognize, Lord, that by the power of your spirit, more and more you want us to learn to live and walk with you in such a way that we breathe a life of prayer. Thank you for the example we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who in a, his whole life was a prayer to you, an intimate walk with you. Lord, more and more help us to grow in our understanding of how to really live that out. Lord, you wouldn't tell us to do something that we couldn't do. So as we look to you for wisdom and grace to live a life praying without ceasing, more and more teach us how and empower us by your Spirit to live that kind of lifestyle. Father, we recognize, Lord, we've sinned and fallen short in so many ways when it comes to walking with you, to seek, seeking you, obeying you, seeking to do things in a way that honors you more and more. Lord, by faith, we confess our shortcomings in these ways, and we repent, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for our shortcomings when it comes to seeking you and empower us to be more and more the, the praying church, the seeking church, the obedient church you want us to be. We thank you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, Amy, I think of this too, um, something that, uh, the Lord has placed in my heart that's a desire and it's an, an area of ministry for us as well through the broadcast too. You know, obviously there's a great need for the church to be evangelism-minded. There's so many people that are lost. They don't know Christ. They don't know the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there's such a need for them to come to realize that 
the biggest problem in life is solved for them when they come to know Christ. And Christ then can help them to deal with the rest of their problems, but their greatest need is to come to know Christ. But at the same time, there are many believers who are saved, but they don't seem to be overly concerned about the lost. And there's such a need for us to both have a heart for the lost and a heart to be involved in the work of helping them to come to know Christ as well. Would you pray for believers to, um, well, that God would send forth more labors, but for the church to come alive, to become much more committed and passionate about the work of the spread of the gospel and the work of making disciples? Absolutely. It's so important for people to realize that it doesn't take an event, quote, evangelist to evangelize. It's just sharing your your story, your That's what right. God has done for you, and it, and it's not as difficult as we we may think. So, Lord, we just come to you right now, and Father, we ask for an awakening and revival across this nation, across our cities. Lord, we we ask for an awakening in your church to see that sharing the gospel is such a vital part of being a believer. It's a vital part of being um, a Christian. And so, Lord, we thank you for um, stirring in the hearts of your people to share the gospel, to share the good news that you came to save, you came to restore, you came to heal. Lord God, we thank you that there is nothing too difficult for you and that we, your word even says that you give us the words in the appointed time so that we don't have to have it all figured out, that you lead us by your Holy Spirit. So I ask, Lord, you would prompt your people to trust your spirit and to get out of the box and to get out of the church and be the hands and feet of Jesus across this nation and be soul winners again in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And, you know, uh, Amy, I want to share once with our once again with our listeners, too. If you'd like to receive um, a prayer guide that we provide to our listeners, it's called Kingdom Prayers. The first prayer listed is an, an evangelistic prayer, and it's a the, the whole prayer tool is a good evangelism tool. So, again, simply email us if you'd like to get it. But our goal, our encouragement to every single listener is that we would be just believers who are full of the Spirit of God and the believers that have a passion to see people come to know Christ and a passion to see them begin to grow up and grow strong in the Lord. And that's one of the reasons why we share the the prayer tools that we do because they're both evangelism and discipleship tools. And how hard is it for you to simply email us and say, hey, I'd like to get some of the resources you provide. We're glad to share them with you. Free of charge, of course, just simply email us, joseph at afr.net to receive the Kingdom Prayers prayer tool. Psalm 91, or any of the others that we provide as well. Amy, again, if someone's wanting more information about the National Day of Prayer events, is there a website you're pointing them to to get more information or learn more about about it? Yes, you can go to the National Day of Prayer website, which is just nationaldayofprayer.org, and on there is listed all of the events, um, different tools and resources that are available to you, uh, it, it tells you about um, how you can register your event and also tells gives lots of ideas of what things to pray for and, and different areas that need focused prayer. And so it's a great resource. That's the nationaldayofprayer.org. All right. Thank you, Dan. 
And now you mentioned several different specific topics that would be amongst those that would be prayed for on Thursday. Would you mention again the specific areas of prayer that will be focuses focused on? Yes, we will be praying for the church, the lost and unsaved. We'll be praying for government, our local and national government. We'll be praying for the family. We'll be praying for media, arts and entertainment. We'll be praying for businesses and the economy. We'll be praying for education. We'll be praying for military, our veterans and our active duty uh, military. We'll be praying for our first responders. Um, and we will take time to, you know, repent for not being the church in those areas and not uh, seeking you, uh, the Lord, the way we need to. So it's going to be a very powerful time of mm. prayer. All right. All right. Well, um, we're going to um, begin to address one or two of those in prayer, and we, uh, we're we going to run into the break in a few moments, but we can pick up on the other side. But one, one of the areas of great need, in the obviously in the world, but even in the body of Christ, is for us to be much more committed to be disciples and to make disciples as well. You know, a, a disciple is a follower of Christ. They, we're not called to simply be converts, people that have accepted Christ. We're to be people that know Jesus Christ and follow him as a life and as a lifestyle as well. And a part of that is not only being a faithful disciple, but every day of our life we're to be involved in the great work of making disciples as well. And we, we're called to start at home. And yet that's an area that's greatly neglected by too many. And so again, we'll pick up on the other side of the break there, Amy, as well. But um, again, we want to specifically pray for families to grow in their understanding of the very important work of discipling our own families, husbands and wives seeking to disciple and encourage one another in their faith, but parents teaching, guiding, and training their children to know how to, to come to know Christ and then to learn how to walk with Christ as well. Parents that are having their children to read the Word of God out loud to them, teaching them how to pray and walk with God as well. So we'll pick up there on the other side. Our phone guest today is Amy Rylander. She's the Mississippi State Capital Coordinator for the National Day of Prayer, and those activities will be happening this coming Thursday. We'll be right back.
music of Toby Mac with City on Our Knees. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Amy Rylander. She's the Mississippi State Capital Coordinator for the National Day of Prayer. And uh, Amy, one more time, if you'll share with our listeners, if they'd like to come out and be a part of the events that will be happening in Jackson, Mississippi, I'm looking forward to being there and hope we get a chance to meet and see some of our listeners there as well. But for persons that are listening, if they want more information, share with them once again how and where to come if they want to be a part of these events. Again, this Thursday is our 71st National Day of Prayer. It's May 5th. We'll be at the Mississippi Coliseum, which is located at 1207 Mississippi Street in Jackson, Mississippi. The event's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and we're going to be praying for all different kinds of things during that time, we encourage you to come out. Even if you only have a lunch hour, you can come out as long as you can come. You can feel free to come and go. We would love to see you. All right. And once again, for persons that live in maybe other communities, other states, uh, if they want to plug into a local event in their communities, tell them again where to go to try to find out how to participate in the local community in, the, in a National Day of Prayer event. Yes, you just go to the National Day of Prayer website, which is nationaldayofprayer.org.org. That is where you can find all of the listing of events in your city and your community. And we would love for you to find one and be a part. Amen. All right. Well, before we uh, went into the break, um, we're talking about the importance of us discipling being being disciples and making disciples. And, of course, the place we start is obviously with ourselves. Again, we're to disciple ourselves. We are to follow Christ. Every believer is called to be a diligent student of the Word of God. God's Word tells us in Psalm 118, verse 105, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. On a pretty regular basis, we encourage believers to set a goal of reading at least three chapters in the Bible each and every day. That's a very helpful starting point in being a disciple ourselves, we must be students of God's Word. But we're also called to be persons of prayer as well. We're called to live a life of prayer. And then, of course, we're called to live a life of obedience. And a part of that obedience is also making disciples. And, you know, Amy, specifically, I'm going to ask in a moment if you'll pray for this. One of the truths that we've uh, we've sought to further share with believers, it's simple, yet it's a highly neglected area. Many a parent don't seem to realize how valuable it is to how valuable it is to have your children to read the Word of God out out loud to them every day. Now the fact is we're all busy, and you know lots of families have lots of soccer games, football games, different things going on. Their children involved in all sorts of sports, but it's critical that we understand as parents we're called to disciple our children. And if they have to cut back on the soccer or football or the sports or even eliminate it, they need to be filling up on the Word of God. They need to be being taught how to pray, how to walk with God as well. So would would you pray specifically, Amy, for believers to, to, to have a heart to understand we're called diligently to disciple our own families and our own children as well. And we're to be committed to that. And, of course, we just start there. We don't stop there, but that's where we start. Would you pray for believers to grow in their understanding of that priority? Yes. Lord Jesus, we we thank you for the privilege to gather, to gather with other believers. But, Lord, we know it's even 
a greater privilege to gather as a family. And so, Father, I thank you that you just um, bring an awakening to your people, to the importance of not only being a disciple, but discipling their own household, discipling their families, discipling their children. Lord, uh, reading the Word, Father, we ask that you stir a hunger in your people for the Word of God and to read scriptures, to read scriptures with their families. Lord, we ask that you move on the hearts of of husbands and wives to join together and pray together. There's such a powerful anointing, we know, Lord, when, when husbands and wives pray together. Lord, we know our children learn by example. And they learn by what they see us do. And so, Father, I thank you that that individual parents would seek your face and and pray and read their words and study. And, Lord, be that example for their family. And that they would pray and gather and eat together at the table, Lord. That the, the, the table of um, to, to gather at the table and pray even in that moment is so powerful, Lord. And we pray that we would no longer take take our families for granted and take for granted that they they know you without actually taking time to teach them. And so we thank you, Father, for moving on the hearts of your people to once again, let there be an awakening and a revival in the family. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And Father, to thank you for the opportunity we have as individuals and as families to gather in prayer every single day. And thank you for the privilege of making that a priority in our homes and it's through that means that one, it's one of the ways we invite you in our homes in a bigger and a greater way. Father, anoint us with the spirit of wisdom to be wise enough to make that a priority in seeking you in every area of our lives as individuals and as families, more and more making it the priority you would have it to be. Father, we lift up to you the whole matter of the ending of the tragedy of abortion in our culture. We see where so many uh, on the in, so many that seem to be cooperating with the kingdom of darkness want to both keep abortion in place and are angry at the idea of it being ended. Father, more and more stir the church to recognize, Lord, that this is just simply your heart, that these are your babies and they belong to you and no person has the right to murder them and to feel like it's their right to do such a thing. Father, open our eyes as a nation. Help us. Lord, we've we've slaughtered so many children over the last 50 years. We have a lot of blood on our hands. Lord, we confess we've sinned terribly and allowed it to go on this long. Lord, by faith we repent and we ask you to forgive us, Lord, for this terrible tragedy as a nation. And help us, Lord, to simply do what's right, to end the tragedy of abortion, Lord, to end Roe v. Wade and help us to clearly understand that Roe v. Wade should have never happened. It should have never happened to begin with. And so we're believing, Lord, we thank you for how that it will come to an end soon. And Father, more and more stir the church to rise to be the church and help us to be wise enough to make it a priority, to come alongside and to to love women who find themselves pregnant at a difficult time in their lives and to encourage them not only to, to both keep the baby and or to consider adoption, but help us to, in all the ways that we need to, to love them, to support them, and work with them uh, towards that end. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. 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 May I pray into this? Yes, please do. As well? Okay. Lord, we 
we are we do repent, Lord, for allowing this atrocity in our nation, Lord God. And Father, we just heard recently uh, last night about the, the leak, this unprecedented leak um, in the Supreme Court case of um, Dobbs versus the JWH, the Jackson Women's Health, Lord. And Father, we we know that this is a very important and strategic uh, case to overturn Roe v. Wade and allow states to make the choice to um, allow or disallow uh, abortion. And Father, we know Mississippi wants to be um, a forerunner in this, and there's so many states that want to save babies and save lives, Lord. So we thank you, Father, for awakening your church to see the schemes of the enemy and the plans of the enemy, and we shut those enemy, those plans down yes. right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel every assignment of the enemy that would try to uh, change the, the the justices' minds regarding this case, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, for the ending of abortion in America, for ending uh, this um, this issue. And we thank you, Father, for your will being done across our nation. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amy, our time is almost gone. It sort of flew by today. But I want to ask um, if you would, uh, one one final matter, to pray for our military. And specifically, you know, we, we hear the tragedy of, some are not aware of how widespread the tragedy of suicide is amongst our military. Of course, it's a tragic anywhere you hear of it, and it's at a high rate in our society as a whole. But I think the last figure I heard was that every day in the U.S. military, all the branches, on average, 23 people take their lives every single day. And how tragic. So would you pray for our military specifically? Yes. Lord, we we lift up our military, Lord, and our veterans, Father, those that have served this country, that have given us the right to gather and pray and have um, the freedoms we have, Lord. And so, Father, we we agree it's such a it's such a tragedy, the loss of life and and the depression and oppression that so many of our military uh, members have are suffering with, Lord God, and even so many are homeless and and having uh, issues, mental health issues, Lord, we pray that you would help our nation to uh, look after our veterans and bring help. Lord, we pray that the those that are struggling, that have are, are dealing with suicidal thoughts, Lord, that they would reach out for help, Father. We want to put the end, we just declare an end to suicide, especially in our in our um, military and veterans, Lord, we we lift them up to you, God, and we thank you for them. We thank you for this great privilege to live in a nation of freedom, Lord. Let us never forget, Lord. We repent for for taking those freedoms lightly and taking them for granted, Lord. And we thank you, and we actually bless our military, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Amy. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. Today is a great day to invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer of salvation with me now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. You loved me so much that you came to this world a long time ago 
You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. Help me to live my entire life for you. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. We'd like to share with you some resources and some materials materials that will begin to help you to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We hope that we will hear from you. Once again, joseph at afr.net. Well, Amy, thank you so much for being with us today. Share with our listeners one more time the details if they'd like to come and participate in the events Thursday, how they can do that and where to come. It's Thursday, May 5th at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Mississippi Coliseum. Come on out and join us. All right. Amy, thank you so much for being with us once again, and we uh, will look forward to seeing you all Thursday, okay? Thank you. We're excited to have you. All right. And please, again, pray much for the Lord to bless that event and the events in your local community, wherever you may be living and Please try to go out and participate in your local National Day of Prayer events this coming Thursday. Hope that you'll do that. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.